0: Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 244 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. My name is Barbara. Don't stay still. Short and sweet.
1: No, no. I had an edge to it, but I (laughs) liked it. My name is Barbara. Ooh. All right. I don't know why we have to introduce ourselves after all this time. Yeah, I hope you bleep that I up.
0: I will, of course. But yes, okay. you know how I roll. I like to say our names because yes. every episode we hope to get somebody new who's gonna say, well, "Who the hell are these?" Well, are these and that's well. That. Then
1: I'm glad you told our
0: audience that because they're probably like, "My God."
1: Why don't they change that intro?
0: Yeah. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I have the ability. So, hey, we're recording this early. We're doing this before Thanksgiving. Well, there's coming. Yes, we are. One second. Let me grab the dog. One would think you would do that. I in, was going to grab her before, but I went to go get her, and she was like sound asleep. I was like, I'm not going to bother her. Yeah, so, cool. yeah, we're recording this before and I said, hey, Barb, let's knock out this episode before you get on a plane and go to the keys. And you told me, you're like, no, I'll bring my computer. And I said, no, 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 no. I am not going to interrupt your business. Wonderful warm beach holiday. Oh, yeah,
1: that's (laughs) okay. Shout out to Joe. Hi,
0: Joe, from fans. That was hilarious. Got me
1: all ready to go in a snow buddy uniform to the Keys. But you know, it is going to happen,
0: Joe, and I will send you photographs. Yes. And I knew you wouldn't find 10 minutes to record. I knew it. I know you wouldn't. And I, and I, I imagine. Yeah.
1: For you and for the voices, I would have. But thank you. Honestly. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I might have been drunk, but
0: we uh, <laughs> don't know what
1: we would get at that
0: point. Uh, maybe that. we should have. <laughs> yeah. All right. So even though we are recording this before and it's coming out after, we hope all of our U.S. listeners had a great holiday weekend. You enjoyed your time off, and hopefully you didn't start this Monday with a ton of denture repairs from everyone breaking them while they're eating.
1: Do they celebrate Thanksgiving in Canada? I don't know. Just wondering, because you said U.S. listeners, so if there's anybody out there in Canada that you do Thanksgiving,
0: shout out. You know, for anyone that just had a day off this week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so this week, we are back in Louisville. Showcasing conversations Louisville. 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 This there week go. we're back in Louisville. Showcasing <laughs> conversations we had <laughs> while at the Whitmix Digital Forum at the end of last October. He's trying
1: to be serious, but I'm laughing.
0: Yeah. Alright, go. You remember warmer days? Well, most of us.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, I still have warm days, so yeah, Shut up.
0: <laughs> Anywho, this collection is a real treat because both contain a past guest from the podcast along with somebody new. First up is one of the first ladies from Ladies of the Mill, Jill Swafford. Jill joins us in her leather pants.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say super cool
0: leather pants. Just a so moment. You know. Along with her first employee ever, Aaron Simmons. Jill updates us on how much she's grown since she was on the podcast and how bringing on Aaron who came on with zero experience in dental, but with an amazing drive, has helped Jill scale up so she can soon hire her third employee. Yeah, they're
1: pretty spectacular. Yeah.
0: Jill also updates us on some early thoughts for the next Ladies of the Mill Summit, which we're already excited about and Barb promises to attend. <laughs> Shout out to Barb. Thank you. I will. Third time's a charm. I hope so. I, I know so. And then next, I was able to super nerd out. Oh, Lord.
1: Totally.
0: Overdentures with past guest Todd Hyduck from Zest Dental Solutions. You know, that company that makes a locator? Oh, yeah, we do. Todd was there exhibiting, but he was also putting on a hands on course with Dr. Michael Schurer. Dr. Schurer talks about his practice, his role with Zest, but the nerd talk starts to get uh. deep. When we get into Zess's new fix solution called the Locator Fixed, Todd also talks about Zest's new trading facility that opens in early 2023, which sounds super exciting. Oh, yeah. So sit back and get ready for some great conversations that we had at the Whitmix Digital Forum with Jill Swafford, Aaron Simmons, Todd Hyduck, and Dr. Michael Shearer. Two dynamic teams have joined forces to rock the intraoral scanning world. Whitmix has added the three-shaped Trios line of scanners to its line of digital solutions for the dental office. Together, this dynamic duo can get your dentist scanning, providing you the reliable scans you need for your lab work. If you're interested in learning more about helping your dentist, head over to tinyurl.com slash WhitmixTrios. That's T R I O S. Again, that's the word tidy. URL.com slash T R I O S. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. Voices from the Bench The Interview. Last guy that used that yeah, had a huge head.
2: Yeah, he was massive, it looks like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a ginormous yeah, head. There we go. There you go. Both yep. and you physically and. It
2: it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ones you can't release, really <laughs> <self-control.
0: laughs> We are here, the last day of Whitmix Digital Forum 2022. We are joined by good friend. Jill Swafford, speaker. You didn't exhibit here. Did you do a hands-on, nope. just spoke? Mm-hmm. And also joining her is her right-hand lady. That's it. Is that Aww. a good way of putting Aww. it?
2: Yeah. I don't know what I would do with little without Aaron Simmons. Aaron Simmons. I just don't know what I would do. So,
0: <laughs> so Jill, last time we talked to you was right before the second Ladies, Ladies of, the of the Mill? Or the first Ladies there of the a,
1: Mill? Probably I mean the it's first. It's been a while. It's been
0: a while. Yeah. So what's going on? I don't think you built your new lab yet.
2: No. No, I had not spoke to you guys since we built it and especially not since we moved in. We just moved in February of this year, 2022, and I mean that's been a game changer. Yeah. I mean, it's just so awesome to finally be in a space that we feel like we can grow in and that we're proud of
3: mm-hmm. and
2: that we're not sitting in each other's laps in.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So you actually have space now.
2: Yes. And there's not a mill, like, right beside me and a compressor and a (laughs) printer and a computer. Like, everything was in just such a tight little room. You didn't have a counter space anywhere. Yeah. You know, And our main compressors that ran our mill were in that same little closet room with us.
1: So that's a risk. So, like, how did you decide that it's time? I need to move. I need to build.
2: You know, honestly, everything always circles back to my kids. I mean, every every decision I feel like always circles back to that. And so I had the lab so that I could be home with the kids when necessary through summer and, you know, all those things. But I found myself in the lab without being able to see my kids inside the house. And all I could imagine was them constantly on top of the counters with knives or, you know, like, and so it's like, we did this thing, but it's not accomplishing the goal. And, you know, so outside of that, we just got to a point of growth, you know, where it was like, okay, we we want to be able to bring doctors in and help train, or we want to be able to host, you know, stuff at the lab. And we just did not have a presence to do that. You know, we were literally in my husband's man cave, yeah. you know, on our property. And it was just, I just wasn't it working. It was just time. So, you know, natural organic growth, but one that we were ready for.
0: Awesome. Good So vote. when did you bring Aaron in? When you were still in the little room? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs>
2: Yes, we were still in the little, and I didn't think I had room for myself in the little room, much less
3: bringing on another person full time with me. So how, but did you, it how did you
0: guys connect?
3: Through church, we met at church. Okay. And I was actually working another job that I had been at for nineteen years. Dental. Wow. No, no, <laughs> A pediatric nurse. Oh my God. And Jill coming to church one day and said, "Hey, I need prayer. I'm fixing to hire my first time." full-time employee. And I sent her an email with my resume and I said, I'm just putting this out there. Aww.
2: I was like, what in the world? And
3: I need this girl. <laughs> I mean, it
2: was really crazy. Like it's the last person I've ever would have thought of because she is such a loyal person. And she had been in that office, the same office for 19 years, That's
3: a long yeah. time,
2: you know, and she was commuting. Like I had been before the lab also. So we live really rural, and she was driving like an hour and 20 minutes one way.
0: Wow, for wow. 19 years you drove yeah, an hour? Yeah, that is crazy. such a long way, y'all.
2: You know, so now wow. she since moved after coming on board with us, too, and so she lived like 25 minutes away from the yeah. lab yeah. when she came on board. Now she lives like uh,
3: half a mile. I was yeah. going to say,
1: five <laughs>
2: minutes, not even. That is so right. ideal. It's so crazy. So now, you know, we both lost that hour plus commute, and we have a less than, you know, two-minute commute
0: to work. So, when you interviewed with Jill, I'm assuming you there was an a formal interview and everything or did you know? You just knew when I'm you getting saw you the looks. resume. <laughs> you're
1: like, "All right, you're you're going. You're Not here." Really?
2: she honestly came by the lab and I was like, "You just need to come by and see it." She was off on Fridays. So, what do you think working in this closet? And that's what happened. Yeah. you
0: like, "Oh, I'm game for <laughs> This.
2: I was a little nervous. And I would
0: be too. <laughs> a little nervous,
2: and you know how loud it is. Like I made oh sure the yeah. compressors were
1: running and the mills were going. Yeah, that you got a
2: when she came by. Yeah. yeah.
0: By the way, we both can't turn around at the same time.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you do in the lab? So, how do you guys communicate, facilitate? What's what's your role?
3: I do like scanning in models. Design wow. And I love to stain and glaze. That's probably too, my favorite. Actually.
1: So you taught her all of that in how many years? Two. Wow. That's impressive. So you're not just admin. <laughs> you're a tech. You're in there. You're getting your hands dirty, huh? That's so cool.
2: Oh, yeah. she. I mean, she came on board. And Erin's one of those people that just has such a good work ethic, number one. And she wants that's to be proud. Oh, yeah. oh, my that gosh. I agree. I mean, I think <laughs> she's called in sick to work once, and that's because she – I sent her home after <laughs> she came. <laughs> I was like, nope, you're going home. Like, I don't want to be around you. Yeah. You know, and, and outside of that, just her pride and what she does shows through and everything that she puts her hands on. And so I, it was very easy for me to be comfortable to teach, delegate, and let go. Yeah. You know, because, I, I mean, granted, we quality control everything, and I'm the last person to touch anything that goes out. And Do you, you have know,
0: to touch everything? Yeah, o- only
2: because it comforts her. Like, a molar, I, re- I mean, it's very rare I do anything to those. You know, we do a model free. But do you so fake it so she thinks
0: that you are? I mean, <laughs> I look, look at it, you know, but,
2: but I mean, it's very rare that I, I ever have to really go back behind her. Um, I would say on her anterior designs, even right now, she's,
3: Anterior's I mean, she's tough, at 90%. Lady.
2: You know, Good I you. come back in and do maybe 10% touch up. and. Wow. I mean, she's just, she's been a rock star. And I mean, I tell everybody all the time, I'm so blessed. And I know she's a godsend. Did you
1: ever? She was an answer
3: to literally a prayer.
1: (laughs) Did you ever think you'd be a dental technician? No. You probably didn't even know what that
3: was, right? (laughs) No, I had no idea. Like, when I went in, I was like, you have to understand, like, I know nothing. She would say these words, (laughs) the occlusal (laughs) table and the mesial. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Can you show me the front of the two? (laughs) Yeah, right, left. We don't don't call it that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she would use all the correct words, just about every time to teach Make me. You it. Yeah, yeah, and sure. yep. watch YouTube, do these videos, yep. and it was so helpful. Aww.
0: Did you send her to yes. training?
2: We well, we she. Sounds like oh, she's training we, every we day. we missed yeah. that part. We
3: missed this part. Yeah, this is a big one.
2: So her first day was March
3: first of twenty twenty. March first. Oh my God. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks yeah. in, she's Bad like, mood. I just got the thing that the labs are shut down yeah. like dentist Ugh. i
2: mean it was crazy i was sitting there looking at my first full-time employee that i, lo- I loved her as a person you know because i knew her i knew she had three kids at home i knew sh- her Ugh. spouse had agreed with her making this major career change and i'm like oh it's
4: yeah, by yeah the okay way. we'll
2: figure this out <laughs> you know so training was very hard to come by yeah. At that point, you know, obviously there were no in-person trainings happening at all, and so yeah. she learned everything on the job. And this is the Whitmix Forum is her first official oh, dental conference yeah, outside of Ladies.
3: And I,
0: I was going to say, yeah, Ladies are out of the yeah. park, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, for you. So she's. This do you feel like you fit one. in?
1: Oh yeah,
3: I do. Yeah, they <laughs> <are>. there you go.
0: <laughs> you understand the words they're saying on stage. I do. Yeah, that's half the battle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and two years—that's a lot of knowledge, lady. Just saying. It it should be I'm super really proud, proud of, of yourself. Her.
3: Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> but
2: yeah, our story's been kind of crazy. And I mean, she's just been one of those people that she, to work with me is a challenge. Like, I, I, can, I f- can imagine. I'll be the first to tell anybody. Why do you say that? <laughs> because I am constantly thinking. Yeah. You know, it
3: is, it's never just right now. A personality. It's it's constant. She's the type of person that you come into work and she's like, hey, why don't you run home and change because we're doing drywall today. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story. That sounds Legit. like reality. <laughs> I was just going to say that's something that happened.
2: <laughs> it did. I mean, we, we couldn't finish the lab because we were halfway through building. My husband was my builder, yeah. and COVID hit. Well, I had no money coming in, so he had to go build for people that would actually pay him. Sure, you know, so we could eat. And so we sat there and looked at it for so long, just wishing it would be done. And finally, I was like, Aaron, like, we got to do it. So we did the drywall. We like we literally mudded, sanded, taped the draw the wall thing. in our entire place and wow you Your know that is so impressive did he show nitpick? you how to do it or so did you just google it, <laughs> it is, we, we did google it, like, we YouTubeed it. <laughs> no we did you YouTube it a lot <laughs> i mean i spent so much money at lowe's buying tools that i will never touch for the rest of my life
1: <laughs> that is so but that's I how we it.
2: had to finish and you know so that's why i say it's a challenge to work with me i mean you never know and I'm i'm very much a we can we can figure it out. Like, let's go do let's this. Do it. Let's figure it out and successful. She just rolls with that and mm-hmm. how I don't know, but she does amazing at it.
0: That's cool. So I know earlier you did just a lot of single units, a lot of posterior. That was like your bread and butter. But online, I'm seeing you do a lot of full arches. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. getting to that next step. I mean, that was that's huge. And I think you're doing this all on your own. Obviously, you're figuring it out.
1: How do you figure it out?
0: Like, do you go to courses? YouTube. Oh you too. <laughs> damn.
2: That is so true though. It's really crazy. Disagree. Like I I think that sometimes when I say that people very much discredit my ability or, you know, question if I don't um, respect the industry enough, right? But that's what I had available to me. Yeah. We live super rural. Yeah. Like I live in the middle of nowhere. And so we use the resources available and so we grew very organically. Like you said, we started with single posterior sure. units. That was it. And that was it. Like, there were no exceptions to those rules. But, you know, as we grew, we just, okay, we, we're good with that. Let's do two units. Okay, we're good with that. Let's do a bridge, you know. We're good yeah. with that. Let's move to the anterior, you know. And, and it's just evolved to this thing now where it's like, if it stays in your mouth, we'll do it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's really my answer whenever outside of metal. Unless it's milled gold, yeah. i not touching Ditto. metal. But, but let's uh, remind the listeners, yeah.
0: you never worked at another lab.
2: No, I had never made and a crown. And that's crayon. where most
0: lab owners get their knowledge. They, they figure yes. out. They, they learn how to do it, work in another lab, then they go yeah. open up their own. They already know how. You it. No, you don't. No. I had
2: never made a crown four years ago, a permanent restoration. I'd made temporaries chair side with acrylic, yeah. you know, but never a permanent restoration. Yeah, you come restoration. from the
0: clinical assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Isn't that yeah. nuts? You
1: say your rule. How do you get your clients?
2: Instagram. <laughs> really? Instagram and that's Facebook great. and just. You know, I mean, I wouldn't really even say we picked up a lot of s- clients on, like, s- the speaker circuit or anything because my speaker circuit's always been with labs. Two labs, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's not really been it, but um, just word of mouth and referral and just, awesome. I don't know, we try to do a good job and, you know, try to treat people Still right. Still just you two? We have one part-time employee that works with us a couple of days a week after school, so she's actually a high school student Aww. that we're, you know, training up and then. We have a f- another part time. Sucker part-time. into the life of. Of I know, right.
0: That's where <laughs> that's, we all learned. That's it. where Except we, we got to get them early. I know. You got that. I know.
2: <laughs> but we have a, a pr- uh, another part time that starts with this November first, and she'll be working two full days a week in the lab with us. And so she's 19 years old, and kind of in that space in her life where she's like, I don't I know what I, I want to do. Yeah, and yeah. she tried this one path, and she's like, I don't want to do that. And I was like, Well, she's another girl that goes to church with me, and. I'm like, well, come on and work with us for a little while, you know. We'll let you figure out some stuff while you're here. As a business so.
1: owner, how do you figure out you need another person? Like, uh, do you get oh. to where you're just like, I have got way too much I work. don't
2: <laughs> wait till I'm waving that white flag. Good. I, I'm a big believer in hire before you need it. I feel like if you wait till you need it, you're, you're incapable screwed. of training yeah. accurately, and it, it's not fair for your patient in the end. But it's not fair for the teammate that you're bringing on, promising in this great place to work where you're so overwhelmed that you can't give them that. Yeah. You know, so always hire before needed. Like, fully yeah. believe in that. So, roles. Aaron,
0: are, are you teaching the new employees? Some stuff, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. That says a lot. <laughs> Two years, knowing nothing. But doing you learn
1: these so much more when you teach. It's like you relearn everything and you just get better and better and better. It's just, I, I find that yeah, well, There's truth like, wow, to that. I actually mm. know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I do feel like it helped build her confidence to watch her teach someone else. And yeah. then it helps me to hear how she's teaching someone. Yeah. Helps me to really understand where I still might need to help her with some verbiage or give her some more depth or a why behind something. When If she might struggle to explain the why, yeah. it yeah. means I've just shown her the steps. Yeah. You great. know, so, but man, watching her learn, I, it was just, it was really cool to watch her teach. It's fun.
0: That's Great. <laughs> Two part timers. What's next? What what is it called? Oak, oaks,
2: oaks dental just designs. Just oaks. Yep. I always want
0: to say like oaks. oak tree or oh, you something. Had like oaks. That was good. Oaks, oaks yeah, yeah.
2: dental designs. Yes. Yeah, so Named after
0: a big tree. Yes, right? I do remember that. That's yeah. totally. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: It's the massive tree on our property, and I mean, it's just been our staple and it's a big part of my life. You know, so that's who we are. Um, what's next? <laughs>
0: Other than you speaking a hundred times a year. <laughs>
2: We do have a few coming up, which I love. I mean, I
0: know you love it, and you're good at it. You should gosh. keep doing it, but it seems like every Thank time you. I'm online, it's, this is Jill speaking here, and I'm like, jeez.
2: <laughs> I am enjoying it, and I mean, I, I love to see other people just be excited about what they're doing again, you know, and get refreshed or re-energized or realize that there's another option out there or whatever, you know, so it's fun to help do that, and it's tiring sometimes. You guys know what it's like being yeah. on the road and being away from family and stuff, but It's that email that you get a week later, a month later, six months later. That's like, this totally changed my life. Just that reminder that that's what you need to do. But I mean, Aaron knows that we've got some stuff in the works for the lab that's like way bigger than where I thought I would be and like holding other avenues and it's crazy but we're still kind of where we can't talk about it yet. Right? Oh, okay. I on. know that's we really right, are, but that's all right. Yeah. But it's we'll something I'm back really really excited about. Well, when, yeah,
0: when you do do it. 100%. Let's come back on and talk about all the exciting 100%. things and
1: So, yeah. So,
0: Super
2: when is fun. Ladies
1: of the Mill next year? So always I'm gonna third. Go. Yes, I know. Yes, are, nice. you? You are you? So yes.
2: Um, it'll always be the third uh, weekend in, in July. July. So okay. we always try so to keep I'm it that going
0: same weekend. Put it on your calendar right now. I'm telling you. Yeah. Booked. I'm such a loser. But we don't know where it <laughs> we is. We are not. Right? Not yet. No. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun,
2: dun, dun. Not yeah. yet. But we have, we've given ourselves to December 1st. Oh. Bahamas is yeah. one place we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Fiji.
1: Fiji. Uh, you know. Yeah. That, that would just be kind of cool. <laughs> just saying Hawaii. Hey, that's that's the
2: bucket list one. You like know. I'm thinking, like our five year, five year anniversary, plan. like the five year ladies anniversary of the Mill. a cruise,
0: ladies of the mill cool. Mil cruise. Mm-hmm. We got there a lot you know. of things. Kid that Rock did that, and it was super awesome. Kid about Rock about. did a ladies of the mill cruise. No, <laughs> oh. yes, weren't you there? Yes. <laughs> Apparently, I did. I missed that show. That's why we
2: weren't in Chicago this year. <laughs> Christy and I both—we really want our five-year to be just something really cool. It should. And so we do have. Seriously, we're talking about Caribbean or something, and just how fun it would be to just do something different. It's amazing
0: that you can be on year three already talking about what are you going to do for five. I mean, that just says a lot. She said she's a thinker. (laughs) Yeah, she's
1: way ahead of herself, which is important.
0: Most shows these days are just trying to make it to the next year. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are like, nah. What are we going to do in the decade? Yeah, it's crazy. Awesome.
2: But, I mean, there's just been such a support in the industry, and I think there's this stigma around who we are and what we stand for, and, you know, and that's fine. I mean, you're, it's always going to be there. There's nothing I can say or do my to try to just change saying. it. Yeah. You know, but I, I think it just speaks volumes that our male vendors that come, like, they're ready to come back again. And it's not because they're there with a room full of women and, oh, that's so fun. You know, No, it's because what we provide is, like, a, a really good Quality weekend, yeah, that is full of things that challenge us to be better leaders and better teachers and better examples for other people to follow, and yep. you know, it just challenges us to be better people in general. And,
0: and men so are invited yes. to be attendees.
2: Yes, one hundred percent. I
0: understand what where that disconnect <laughs> is. I don't get it. I mean, we it's hosted know. by
2: ladies of the mill, like yes. that's the thing. Like we host it, so we supply the. Um, the speakers. It's no different than D S World. It's DS World, right? Yeah. Well, we're ladies of the mill and we are putting it on. You're always gonna have female speakers on the stage, but that's something that we try to do. It's just kind of our thing. But I'm telling you, there's some killer amazing female speakers that have really good things to share. Sure. Yep. You know, so and it's just a it's just a different vibe. But yeah, men are always welcome. I mean hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. I
0: don't think there are any in attendance. You we were had there. two in attendance this year. I was. Are you not considering a vendor. yourself? Yeah. I was. <laughs> I was with Creed. I was still a vendor, but you did yeah. have two attend. Yeah, we had oh. two attend
2: this year. So, and um, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think, again, it's the fear of the unknown, right? Yeah, you know. Forget so, it. but it's a different show than anything you'll ever go to, and that I can assure you, like I got one hundred percent can promise and
0: that. And it's a welcome difference. Yeah, All thank these you. shows, Very they kind of have that same theme, the CE credit, talking about your technique and your whatnot. You don't do that. And that's it's it's a welcome change. Thanks. I think it's good.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Congratulations, by the way, ladies. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Thank way to rock care. it. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> way to rock it. Jill, Aaron, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank oh my you. I yes. yes. Thank you all for Safe having me. Safe travels, us. back.
1: And I love her leather pants, just saying. Oh.
0: Thanks. I wasn't going to bring sexy. them up. But. Oh, I will.
1: <laughs> I'm a leather girl. I love them.
0: Really? Yes. I don't think I own They're a single beautiful. piece of clothing that's leather. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll right. What's that?
2: I have some with me if you want to try them on or borrow. Yeah. Okay, it's let's turn this off. Let's do <laughs> leather. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so
0: much. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we are at WhipMix Digital Forum 2022. What's it? Saturday. 2022. Saturday morning. Yes. We are joined by Todd Hyduck.
5: Hi.
0: Hi. Zest. Back. Good. Let's see. What do we figure out? Episode, Episode seventy. Seventy. Yeah.
5: That's that was a long time ago. A very long time ago. Yeah.
1: You got to get back
5: on. And we did that from the uh, the phone. We were I know. Yeah. This is much better. This is totally
4: better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're joined by Dr. Michael Shear. Hey. How are you, sir? I'm
4: doing just fine. Thank you both for inviting me. Yeah. yeah so where are
0: you out of?
4: Yeah, so um, I, I have a clinical practice in Northern California, so about two hours east of the San Francisco Bay Area, so literally in the middle of nowhere in California, because <laughs> you know how it is, how it is in California. People think, oh, you have a clinical practice in California, so therefore you live in Hollywood and you, know, you treat celebrities, and, yeah. or you live in Northern California and you've got a home right underneath the Redwoods, and I'm like, well, Ooh. no, neither of those, those are both beautiful, <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in the Sierra, so I'm about 45 minutes away from Yosemite. National Park. Oh, so sweet! I've it's been a, there. Oh, it's Mar- awesome out beautiful, there. Beautiful. Yeah. We're a rural practice. So there's only like maybe seven thousand people in my small town. So really? Yeah, super small.
0: So I know you're pretty well known. You're out there. You're speaking a lot. I assumed you had a big practice in a big city not true
4: not true well the the first part's true my practice is quite busy and quite okay so you know we're in a small area but because of what i do and the digital stuff that i do i draw from six hours away really so you know a part of what what's I've done in my practice, I noticed there was a trend where I was treating patients that didn't want to necessarily come into the office very often. And I was almost kind of pressured to go into the digital route or at least trying to maximize the you know digital dentistry period uh, just because the, the patients were coming from so far or yeah. they're living up the hill and they're living in a cabin. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we draw from a, a sizable area, but... You know, I even have some patients who come in from San Francisco to, wow. have, to get their treatment. Yeah. Wow! Awesome. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: So, w- when you say you were into the digital, what was your first parlay into
4: it, if you will? Was it the scanners? Yeah, Barbara. Thank you, Sarek. <laughs> <C-ric. laughs> you know, when I graduated dental school, that was the only system. Sure. Elvis, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was Ceric. and that's a wonderful system. Arguably, still the best, if not one of the best, digital systems out there. Um, but it was very expensive. Yeah. And so when I first purchased my practice about nine years ago, I was like a lot of young dentists out there or even young technicians where it's like you want to stay, you know, humble and nimble. You yeah. don't want to spend too much money on technology. So, you know, I was able to scrap some money together for a scanner, just like a 3M true definition really? scanner. Really? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you asked Barbara, well, how, well, tell me, what do you mean by digital? I said, well, I've always grown up being kind of a computer nerd. And to tell you the truth, you both, I really am just, I feel, a very clinically okay dentist. Like, I hate to admit <laughs> that. Like, you know, thankfully... People don't drive six hours for okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's not a humble brag, not at all. It, it's, it's very serious because I, I, I'm not a cosmetic dentist. Yeah. Um, in my area, my number one shade, you'll never believe this. A2. No. C3. Oh, oh, you're close. That's number three, Barbara. What do you think, Ellis? D4. Oh, yeah. you. Okay. So very few <laughs> people actually get that close. It's actually D3. Really? Yeah. Wow. So Have you, you checked your lighting? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Elvis. I mean, the funny thing is, is D3 is actually a beautiful shade, and my favorite shade in all of dentistry is D2. Hmm. Like, especially for aesthetics, it's beautiful. It just looks warm real. I don't
0: think real. I've ever had somebody mention their favorite shade.
4: Really? I do a lot of BL twos.
1: Is oh, that crazy. your favorite? No, I think it's too bright. But that's what. What is your
0: favorite shade?
1: I don't know. Probably a B one or a BL four. Yeah,
4: with some translucency and a little and bit. Yours of is D two. D two. All the it. way. Maybe a little bit of incisal translucency too, to maybe yeah. really even drop, you know, drop the value <laughs> yep. even a little yeah. bit.
1: So. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out on Monday. I'm gonna be like, all right. My favorite shade D2. is
0: Folgers. What does that mean? Coffee (laughs) stay (laughs) coffee. That went well over my head. (laughs) It's early.
1: Yeah, so um, I heard you're lecturing later. What is your lecture about? Yeah,
0: thank
4: you, Barbara. Well, here here at the Whitmix uh, Digital Forum, it's really awesome because Whitmix is such a wonderful classic company. Oh, sure. And they're well known for analog you know dentistry and in many ways uh they're pushing hard in the digital scope because we all know in dentistry especially you all in the technical world it, almost everything is not you know is touched by digital. Yeah, I mean pretty you know, much. Yeah. What can't we do, or are we still doing analog these days? But the answer is arguably yes. So, you know, here at the program, we're covering an update number one on digital full arch, and then updated uh, hands on 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 how we approach di- digital overdentures, mm. and then um, a new fixed full arch system as well. Uh, but the key is this is that in my takeaway message is I, I don't believe there's a one hundred percent. It, or there's nobody that's a 100% digital dental office or Not yet. nobody yeah, that's a 100% sure. digital technical office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if you look at some of the super large labs, there's still human beings involved to design or oh, sure. to move parts and pieces yeah. around.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you're talking about over dentures mm-hmm. must be using the locator. That's why Todd's here. The <laughs> zest guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how are you involved with the discussion and the hands on?
5: i 'm really here to support just support just support yep. He's he 's going to be giving some great content uh, great education to to the folks who are attending and i 'm going to be there to support from pretty much a manual basis yep. and showing how to you know do all the parts and pieces mm-hmm. and the hands on portion of it so we have a lot of uh, attendees for this, which is great so i 'm going to put my roller skates on, on and just uh, go be flying <laughs> around the room yeah
0: you guys have enough sample
4: models for yeah, somebody. I was just going to say how
5: do you do that? Do you get the models prepared,
1: or do you send them off, or what? how do you put it together, a 68-person,
4: you know, hands-on
1: course? It's
4: crazy. Great question. I'm really blessed, you know, with my position at Zest, um, and then also my team at Zest, that they can really move mountains, and, mm-hmm. you know, the education of what Zest brings to the table is is amazing. So, in, in addition to that, I, I also help because I, in my dental practice, I have a full lab. I have a mm-hmm. lab technician that works side-by-side with me in my practice, so we will print a bunch of things for for hands-on courses things of that nature so it is not unlike um, a lot of our courses for me to come in with you know my my carry-on luggage getting through tsa with 70 models what the hell are these (laughs) Uh, yeah no thankfully it's not too much of an issue because uh, i guess you know it's uh, they're used to that yeah, yeah. But I guess maybe there's a lot of dentists. That Quirky are little with. things yeah. like models. I've this had it happen once when I was traveling
0: through, and I had a lot of sample models, and I, I know I had the locator model the RTX, mm-hmm. and the guy opened it up and he looked. He goes. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, uh, Elvis,
4: I, I think we can all agree that in dentistry, we just kind of embrace we are just one. A of little those. quirky, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, whether whether your shade is, is XL two or DL two <laughs> with this, or you know, a D four. Yeah. Is that your favorite, yeah, Elvis? Is that I what it guess. is? It is now. <laughs> no, something I is didn't out. know. You're official on the podcast saying that. Nice. Uh, But, you know, here at the the forum, uh, we are um, also looking at bringing together those digital and analog workflows because Mm -hmm. to get us to bridge between being as much 100% digital as possible, we need an analog component for now until really the technology matures. And when we're talking specifically about, you know, full arch cases and overdentures, you know, you really can't border mold with a digital scanner. No. And so you do need PVS really for that. Um, mm-hmm. However, when we start talking full-arch fixed, which you would think it would be harder to do with technology, it's actually easier to do with yeah. optical scanning, photogrammetry, things of those natures. So what we've done at Zest is, is we've brought out also a new concept called the locator fixed, yes, which mm-hmm. is taking the original locator abutment and now allowing you to go ahead and do a fixed bridge on it. But the reason why I bring that up, too, is, is because it uses the same clinical and technician workflows As the original locator system, it just now allows you to do fixed just by changing the housing. I mean, it doesn't
0: look different, right? I
4: mean, really, all you're doing is changing that insert. Correct. You're changing. Well, the abutment is the exact same. So the original locator abutment, all the analogs. All the parts and pieces you would use in the laboratory, the exact same. What is different is the inserts and the housings. Mm-hmm. So to make it really fixed where it, there's no movement and it, the patient cannot remove it, it does not dislodge, uh, Zest had to, to re-engineer uh, the interface of yeah. the insert ah. to the housing to get it to work. Interesting. Yeah. So awesome. what's
0: usually the workflow? Someone's already in a denture that has locators. They want to go fixed. Chairside
4: pickup? Absolutely. So there's three main primary workflows. You take your existing overdenture patients, Mm -hmm. drill out or trefine out the housings, the removable, do a chair-side pickup, same prosthesis, chair-side pickup of the new fixed housings, and then you cut the flanges back. Hmm. So you don't want to deliver this um, locator fix with a denture with the flanges. Yeah, that's
0: what my concern was. When I first saw this product, I was like, ooh. Who's going to not cut off that flange, and now we're going to have really bad hygiene issues? Hmm.
4: You know, so it, it is definitely only indicated for fix. So you want to design your prosthetics, and for your, your technicians, you know, tuning into this program, you want to design your prosthetics fairly equivalent or identical to what you would do for all on X. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. So convex surfaces as much as possible yeah, to help, absolutely. With, um, help with food displacement. Elvis is an implant guy, obviously. So,
1: (laughs) he knows a little bit more about it than I do. How does the
4: locator
0: get into the digital workflow? Hmm. As far as I know, you have those little caps that you can scan, but all that does is give you a recess area. Is there any more that we can do to get Locator into the overdenture, into the digital workflow?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So currently, the Locator scan bodies create the recess, the That's space. That's all that, it does, to, yeah. To do the chair side pickup. However, we are actively in development working with all the companies yeah. to create a true scan body alignment workflow hmm. and it's a little bit more challenging just because most scan body workflows rely upon having to do a f- a screw retain restoration in mm-hmm. the softwares yeah. so it's asking these companies to reprogram their software think so, differently yeah, yeah um, so it's, it's it's taking some time but it is active development right now for sure
0: are we going to be looking at a custom locator at any point Or are we going to stay with the stock cuff heights
4: cuff heights look at you yeah <laughs> It kind of sounds like uh, something that we would talk about here at the, you know, Kentucky Derby. and I mean, you know, with those fancy hats and yeah. stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. those are your, well, no, those are cuff links. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why, and this is a question, there's two questions that Zest gets asked on a regular basis is, um, you know, why don't you have an angled locator and why don't you have a custom locator? And, and the, the, the real succinct answer to that is because you don't need it. True. So Zest keeps things simple. The locator abutment is one piece because that's just easy to place. When you have angled components, then you have to have different positions and yeah. then it's hard to line up the angles. And then on top of it, you know, when a locator abutment loses the little retentive parts of the geometry of the locator abutment, you lose a lot of your retention and stability. So by doing a custom, quote, custom locator, there's no such thing as a custom locator. Sure. It doesn't exist. So there's people that make copycats of it, but it doesn't function like a real locator. So the answer to that is, this is that when you change the angle at the housing, that's the answer. Mm. So if you have your traditional locator abutments, you can angle correct up to 20 degrees Mm -hmm. with your standard inserts or up to 40 degrees with your extended range. Mm. So then if you have cases that are beyond 40 range, and you say, well, oh gosh, what should I do? There is the locator RTX, which you can correct up to 60 degrees of angle correction. Mm. And if you need more than 60 degrees of of angle correction... You need to be doing something
0: completely different. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, in those situations, maybe consider like a bar overture. Sure, lecture, of course, yeah. But you can still put locators on. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah.
1: So I've got a question for you, Todd. Yes. You were talking about your new education center yes. that you guys are building. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Where is it? When is it?
5: So we've been doing um, a lot of education out of Las Vegas and to the point where we decided to build a, a facility of our own. Uh, which will be opening up in the beginning of next year. Awesome. Uh, so um, we are pretty much trying to meet the demand of the education that's being asked from the dental community for implant overdentures, full arch, fixed restorations. So next year, we pretty much have every weekend booked. Wow. Already? In so it's clinical, well, when correct? I say booked on the calendar, so uh, not booked by attendees. Oh, days, yeah, but, yeah, but still. And uh, Dr. shear has been pretty instrumental with that, and, and his team uh, to get that off the ground, and um, it's, I, I really feel it's just going to be a game-changer for us as well as the, the dental community because mm-hmm. that's what everybody's looking for. they are looking for different types of education, and uh, we have an amazing group of KOLs and various other speakers that are going to help support these um, education events.
1: So is it mostly clinical? So is it geared toward dentists?
5: Uh, geared towards dentists. Okay. Uh, we do still also have a fair amount of dental technicians that, that will can join be, the be, dentist be a part or of go, that as yeah. well because okay. they want to learn. Yeah, they want to learn more of the clinical side of it as well because that's going to help them on on oh, the technical yeah. side, big time, and what the expectations are. Awesome. Will
0: you be teaching how to do a chairside pickup? Yes, good because we, that's what it, you run into it all the time. We, we, Dentists we, don't want to do it; <laughs> they're scared of it. They don't want to touch it. You ask them to do it, and they give you a look like you've just asked them to.
5: We always teach the chair side, mm-hmm. even when clinicians are utilizing laboratories where they feel that they're getting reproducible results with their records and having the labs you know process it for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still also want to learn and should learn how to do a chair side just in case yeah so that's a that's so are a, you is it like a live patient on some of it, or how do you even? Well, oh, we do it on models
4: okay, and, yeah awesome.
0: Dr. Sheer, does your lab tech have to make all the models for these courses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he,
4: he's going to be kept quite busy. You yeah. Know, sure. No. Um, you does know. he just roll his eyes <laughs> when you hear about another course? <laughs> like, yeah. ugh. Gosh, you know, it's interesting, Elvis, because, you know, he's, he's now, he's in quasi-retirement mode, so he's been oh, okay, 40 cool. years on the bench, yeah. uh, CDT, and I'm a big fan of CDT, and when he came to my practice, he, you know, he doesn't really know the difference between the left and right mouse click button, Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. man, that guy can wax up a denture, like, whoa, <laughs> it is really good, so it's been fun to, to help him along the journey, because we even do a lot of zirconia in our practice, you know, both on traditional screw retain and also on the new locator fixed, Um, And he does not know how to use porcelain until he came to my practice. And then he and I sat side by side, just learning how to stack porcelain. And, that's awesome. And do mio and I and love
1: mio. That's what I use.
4: Fabulous. Uh, oh yeah, my god. I agree. And it even takes like I mentioned earlier, just an okay dentist like me, and it <laughs> these these restorations yeah. look good. You yeah. Know? But wait a minute. You said the locator fix can
0: be done on zirconia.
4: Absolutely. Oh. So the locator fix system, is not saying change anything. All it's saying is this is that you're going to use the locator abutment with a new housing. Everything else is the same from the technical world so you can use monolithic zirconia you can use stacked zirconia you can do cobalt chrome with denture teeth you can do cobalt chrome with milled teeth you can wow. do ivotion style prosthetics you can do 3d printed prosthetics on the lucitone flexera yeah, sure. next dent wow. you name it what zest does what i've done in senior education is you know from the technical world we want to be able to empower technicians to put their aesthetic stamp on things and your mark. I love that. So what it comes down... Oh, the signature. Yep. That's exactly right, Barbara. You know, so long story short, if a technician wants to do zirconia and do something unique or a polymer-based restoration with with zirconia or titanium with the sleeves, you can do that with locator fixed. Hmm. So how do you... Is it just cement on the housing? Exactly. So you can... Process it, you mentioned the trouble is, is learning how to process chairside. Trust me, I know we have a lot of dentists that we've spent years educating how to pick up chairside. Locator fixed, you can also pick up chair side. Yeah. But then also, you know, uh, if, if you and the technician feel you'd like to work on a model, you can certainly work on a model as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. But that housing is
4: just cemented in. Correct. So, you know, I typically recommend with zirconia that you use a resin-based cement. Yeah. Um, sandblasted metal primer, uh, zirconia primer use whatever materials you like um, and then adapt it to locator fixed. Now, when you're doing denture teeth or PMMA or titanium, you want to sandblast those surfaces. Yep. You can use a metal primer, sure, but you don't have to. Just sandblast it and then you can pick up using a chair-side attachment processing material. Are the housings for the
0: fix bigger than the traditional housing? Is there more surface area for the cement to grab
4: onto? or Yeah, Elvis, that's a great question too. So the size is... About the same, so maybe about a tenth of a millimeter different. Bigger? It's the geometry on the exterior surface. Okay. So you mentioned that it's, how is it going to retain in there? The original locator housing is kind of smooth, is not very grabby for fixed restorations. So a part of the redesign, too, of the housing was to make it more retentive and bigger undercuts and and kind of a sharper surface so that way the cement will hold.
0: Nice. Yep. Nice. And what color is this new insert?
4: It's a gold color. Gold. So you're can, running out of colors. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
5: nice, it's a, it's a has a nice gold hue about it. But also, then you can differentiate between the other, um, sure, the other parts. I
0: would there. hate to do a removable denture and accidentally, accidentally slip in the gold and yeah. be like, "You're gonna wear this for a while." <laughs> So how do patients remove it? How does it come out? We
5: have an insertion and removal tool.
0: Okay. Similar to the one for the FTX?
5: So it's it's a redesigned version of that. Yeah. So it would look like a kind of uh, like almost like a crown remover type <laughs> yep. of device, but with two different tips. Uh, one tip is to help uh, place and f- do the final insertion of the prosthesis, and the other one is like a, um, a, w- uh, a braided wire yeah. loop. Yeah. And so what you're going to end up doing is you're going to uh, loop that around the distal extension of the prosthesis and just kind of pull the, the pull it a little taut. And then when you squeeze the handle a couple times, it's going to give enough force at that specific unit to disengage the insert from the abutment. Yes, and, and then you work your way around the prosthesis and to, uh, to remove it at each unit. The great thing about it is it takes about, 10, maybe 15 seconds to remove the prosthesis from the patient's mouth. Uh, And it takes about, I would say, between 30 to 45 seconds, definitely under a minute to do a final insertion um, of the prosthesis as well.
0: Once you take it out, can you reuse those same inserts and put it back, or do you have to replace them? So you would replace them. So, like, after you remove it once, you kind of mess with the retention
5: yes yeah, so yeah. The, the the you know the the logic behind it is once you remove it you just want a fresh new insert because of what what we're asking that insert to do sure. to, to, as, a, as a fixed restoration makes sense um even the ones at the table you know we had the one model here and we we took it on and off like 20 times but still once we finally seed it and i give it to the clinicians yes
0: yeah i remember i was they pulling whole, on this thing yesterday yeah. this thing's not coming in. Eh? yeah you know how strong I am, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: uh, there
0: it goes. Oh, there they are. But these are green.
5: Yes, yes. Those are th- so the colors are different of the new inserts versus the, the colors of the locator. Um, so removable the inserts. the housing
4: is gold. Um, the, but the housing inserts is gold. are green, the tan, and blue. Yeah. So there's different
0: locator fixed insert retention levels. So, Am I understanding that right?
4: The answer to that is, 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 historically, Zest has always been known for locator of having light, medium, and heavy. Absolutely. Yeah. And with locator fixed, it's not that way. It's not just a retentive value of the pull strength. It's how the, the insert is really fitting to the housings itself. So what we're saying is, is, is there are four implant cases, which is the green inserts. So if you're doing an all-on-four or all-on-X with four implants, mm. it's green. And then if you're doing five or more, you're going to use hands and blues. Interesting. So it's, gotcha. it's a little different thinking, but yes, you could make an argument, oh, is it retention strength? Not really, but that's a fair analogy of, yeah, of what it is. because you have yeah.
0: more implants, you kind of want a little bit lesser retention because you got so much. Am I understanding that right? That's
4: a good way to think about yeah. it. As, as mentioned, it's the engineering of the, how the actual insert-to-housing interface joins together. Yep. Um, so if you made them incredibly tight, strong, not you know, any sort of interface um, gap, junction, whatever, uh, you're not gonna be able to get the thing off. Yeah. So the the prosthesis is is funny. It's a bit of a paradigm shift with full arch because it's actually easy to insert, um, but hard to remove. So without the tool. So if you use the tool, it's easy to remove, but patients can't remove them. So, and and it's fair to seem skeptical of it, but this is a product that we've already had in the clinical space now for about Almost a year, so i 've treated a number of patients. We have some of our insiders and and, and our key opinion leaders that have treated ten fifteen arches each, sure. um, and we have yet to have a single issue with a patient prematurely dislodging it. So the reality is, this is that the performance is extremely, extremely positive. So, you know, and that's one of those things because the natural inclination is to say, oh, it's a snap-on. So Mm -hmm. what happens if the patient goes down um, and they go have some ribs and bite down hard on something? Is it going to pop off? And and the answer is we have not seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Well, what I love about it is you already have so many patients with locators. I mean, it's like 90% overdentures as locators, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Now they have an easy option without a whole lot of multi-units and changing things. And, I mean, you're already easily converting patients, and there's no screw access holes. That's huge. It's, it's
4: you know, Elvis, I, I'll put it to you this way. Um, I've got a fever, and the only prescription is more. not cowbells overdentures (laughs) so i'm definitely christopher walken of the overdenture world (laughs) i love it so i mean overdentures here's the thing is is sometimes especially in dentistry we tend to get really wrapped up in the super fancy side of it that's why a little bit of tongue-in-cheek earlier talking about you know shades um my practice is very very blue collar, older practice. And I've got a lot of patients that can't necessarily afford $30,000 an arch. And like you're saying, you know, we also want to empower clinicians that have their signatures or want to put their signature on things. So if we have a clinician that wants to do a super high end on locator fixed, you can. You know, ideally it's meant also for those clinicians that have the patients that say, well, I can't reach 30,000 but maybe I can do twelve to fourteen thousand. Hmm. But are saying no to implants because they don't want they don't want a denture. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. snap it on, snap it yeah. off and yeah. and for everybody. It's definitely
0: out. a mentality that they want it fixed. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean they I don't want to take it out and I don't want it in the glass like grandpa. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. And that's a real thing. Like I've got some patients who actually have said, Oh my god, I, I went to grandma's house and I saw her teeth in a jar. In a jar. On the really? nightstand <laughs> and it freaked them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Forever. <laughs>
0: It freaks me out a little bit too and i'm in
4: it all the time yeah, i mean let's be hold on let me, let me take put my teeth back in. There. yeah like, please no. <laughs> i don't know if you guys see it too but um but in the clinical space my favorite is is, is when the patient comes in and i say well did you w- w- where's your lower and you know it's in their pocket yeah oh, have you guys oh, ever that, seen that really yeah. happens Ooh, but i'm talking about literally like they're like i'm like did you bring your denture with you and they go oh hold on doc oh and they're checking their pocket Okay, and, and for folks listening on the podcast, I'm, like, diving yeah. into my pocket yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, it's not in that pocket. And then yeah. they find it. It's in their shirt pocket. But then they pull out their phone. And then they pull out their oh, keys. God. And then their denture is in there. And oh, then they just go. My God. And then they oh. pop it in. Blow off the lens. <laughs> Stick it in. That's exactly how it happens. Yeah. That's really a
0: thing. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Can you do these on the traditional lower two locator? Uh,
5: it's a minimum of 4
0: got to have four. Yeah. Because yeah. you're
5: looking for that cross art stabilization. Sure. Okay, so
0: toss in two more implants and you're good to go.
5: That's why it's important that you know, when we educate the clinicians about just doing two implant or they're thinking about three implant locator cases is if you know in the future that you could potentially do more for that patient, you should you place sure? two but plan for four. Yeah. <laughs> so the spacing is going to be ideal. So Dr. like has been really big on that in the education about making sure that you're going to put those two in there. Don't just... Put them in a certain way just for two implant restoration. Plan, plan, the whole plan case. it so you can yeah. get two more, in you later on in the future. Because
0: your ap spread and everything still holds true for this is also.
5: So At, okay. correct yeah. At, everything. Yes, just, just like Dr. Share mentioned, is everything that you think about with traditional screw retain fixed full arch. All the principles and everything still remain the same. From your ap spread to uh, the expectation of the different materials that you're using. The only difference here is that you're using locator that everyone's familiar oh, with yeah. with a different type of housing that an insert that allow it to be fixed. Hmm. So just imagine just just what everybody knows without any screws and without any access holes.
4: And you know Elvis to, to take that even just a step further because I know there's it's the natural reaction to think, well, is this going to replace my screw tank cases? and what I love to do in my lab industry or, or in my lab practice? And the answer is no. The intention is not to, to take a single patient out of screw retained. Because you asked about AP spread. You know, one of the limitations of locator fixed is, is you can't go beyond one-to-one AP spread. Really? So it's recommended not to, to go beyond one-to-one. Hmm. And in some patients that are Bruxers, you want to limit that to a half yeah. times AP spread. So if you get a case in your laboratory and it's, it's all implants in the front and the patient wants you know, four posterior yeah. teeth because, doctor, <laughs> I paid for four back teeth. I'm paying you all this money. Uh, yeah. And so in those cases, you got to use screw retain. Yeah. Uh, but it, this is really ideally meant to be that middle ground option for clinicians and technicians who just say, well, I can put in a short, Little implant in the molar position, and maybe two or three in the anterior. I've got a five implant, maybe overdenture, but now I can do a fixed restoration on that same locator. But more importantly, in the same prosthetic space that you can do your overdenture cases, which is nine to eleven millimeters from the top yeah. of the implant. So, you know, if you have uh, a tight prosthetic space um, with screw and a long cantilever. It's going to be a riskier case for either screw retainer locator fixed. But the general idea is this: is that it's really meant for clinicians that can think outside the box a little bit to yeah. have that flexibility where they've got more implants, more implants. And, and even in my practice over the past 15 years, I've tried to eliminate cantilevers in general. Oh, yeah. Sure. I just don't like it. Yeah. But that being said, it can be used for every indication, but we want to recommend limiting the cantilever.
0: No, that's some good points. I didn't realize it was the one-to-one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's thinking differently than what everyone's used to with the one and a half and yeah can you do these with immediate load can you yes. do the multi-unit and then that locator that goes on the multi-unit and have the patient walk out De- day of surgery definitely, with this? definitely definitely because i would think that that conversion of that denture would be easier because you're not dealing with the screw access hole you're not dealing with picking up cylinders right you're just picking up a housing
5: yeah, the the pickup is going to be definitely easier yeah. chair side. But you can do it uh, with immediate function as so long as you're following the same principles that you would with sure. any other case that applies to minimum of four implants. Your your uh, torque value of yeah, the yeah, implants yeah. Is, is where you want Soft it to dye be. Soft diet,
0: all that. Yeah, Great. I love it. Yeah. Any difference of vertical clearance less than what you would need with a traditional screw retained hybrid or anything?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So so what's interesting about the locator fixed is you can do a, a, a fixed restoration in the same space that you can do a, a locator overdenture. Oh. So, so what is that, like 9 to 10 millimeters or something? Exactly. So yeah. nine, to, 9 to 10, 9 to 11 millimeters is the general recommendation for a locator overdenture. You can do a fixed restoration in that same prosthetic space. And That's reason, pretty cool. The reason is, too, is this is without the screw channels and with the thickness of the restoration and, and kind of that minimizing that crack. Area which usually starts at the screw channel, you, you can uh, restore that fixed restoration. Yeah, what do they seconds.
0: recommend for a screw-retained hybrid? Like fifteen? Yep, fifteen yeah. to eighteen. That's a big. That's a big difference.
4: Well, think about it. You know, in your in your in your lab worlds, how many doctors actually give you fifteen no. to eighteen millimeters? Yeah, <laughs> that's a fair amount, I, right? I know one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it, that's the world that we live in. For, yeah. sure, for sure. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thanks so much Thank for you. joining us. This Thank is you great. For you know, Elvis is geeky now. I and am a I'm little bit. I'm sitting over here. He's
1: an implant guy. And I, I'm just I love like, it. I'm enjoying yeah. it, though. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, so
4: much, Todd, thank you so much, Todd, Dr. Scheer. Fantastic. Appreciate you it. Good luck today. Great. Yeah. Thank thank you. Great thank you. course. Six, it was eight. good to meet you. Yep. And I appreciate it, too, as well. Uh, you both are amazing and enjoy the, listening to the podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thank Awesome. Thank appreciate At least one doctor does. <laughs> 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 thanks, guys. Have a good one. All
5: right. Thank you. Take care. Got
1: a huge thanks to Jill. Aaron, Todd, and Dr. Scherr for sitting down with us at the Whitmix Digital Forum. I mean, Elvis and I had such a good trip. Even though you were there earlier than you said you were going to go, we had some really, really great conversations. But talking to Jill and Aaron and hearing about their success running a lab in the middle of nowhere is super crazy. And my only regret is that we didn't get you in those leather pants. Elvis. Well, would have looked good in them.
0: I probably would have. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I have good calves.
1: <laughs> and I gotta say, as you know, implants is not my strongest specialty. But it was great learning all about the clinical side of the overdenture attachments. And it's exciting to talk to some people that have experience using the new locator fixed attachments. So no more screw access hole. No more screw. Att- <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say asses? Yes. <laughs> yes. So no more screw access holes is super exciting. So thanks again, everyone. And we are all really excited for next year's forum. And Elvis and I will be there and I'll be there a day early <laughs> so that I get the conversations as well as you, because I love the Whitnix forum. Oh my God. The Whitmix forum is amazing. Awesome,
0: everybody. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week have a
4: good one i said it before you can back to the lead. bye
0: where do people get these names <laughs> Stop laughing. Stop laughing. <laughs> all
5: right hold on <clears throat> all right go. take two <laughs>